0: Past that part, <laughs> is there anything really to know after that? it's like <laughs> the, dance your chairs, the dude. What happened to that dude? I don't know. Icon. Cultural icon, not pop culture. Cultural.
1: Icon. Also, and this is going to be a really random um, thing to say. When the fuck is the new Ghostbusters movie coming out?
0: Um, sometime after the theaters reopen. That
1: trailer blew my fucking mind you No know, more than my mind you feel me yeah i feel and then it's just like nothing i'm like oh well, like they're all, gonna it you know what it is i'm calling it the black widow effect they're black widowing the movie
0: well yeah until it can come out in theaters right yeah like can't you
1: just fucking be like everybody else just release it on the streaming service please
0: <laughs> no because i, I...
1: want to go to the theaters
0: anyway right <laughs> I'm just going to bootleg the the cam copy anyway from Russia. So let's just <laughs> no. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. Mm.
1: I'll probably will go to the movie theaters and see it because that's a pretty. It's going to have some cool action scenes in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's going to be, and that's the thing is like you know, certain movies like some someone was saying someone brought up a good idea. He goes, and this was a guy that was that is a producer. He was like, he goes, you know, the movies that are coming out on streaming services have a shelf life. Yeah. He goes, if they don't come out soon, nobody's going to want to see it. He goes, other movies that are waiting have a big impact. So those are going to be the movies that are going to bring people out. And a lot of times, and he was saying something to the effect of like, you know, these movies were the trailers came out so long ago that most people forgot them. So when they bring out the trailers again, they're going to be like, oh, shit, I forgot about that movie. Or, oh, that's, oh, that's coming out. It'll be like a new experience for them. So those kind of movies will bring people to the. That's why they're they were pushing on the um, Bond movie to come out because they knew that that was going to bring people to the theaters. But right, you know, they're like, yeah, we're going to wait till it's cool to do it, not just because you guys want business. And then Warner Brothers just don't give a fuck. Yeah, Warner Brothers is like, hey, we know we got shelf life movies here. Yeah, <laughs> but they're doing the smart thing too. They're doing the, hey, we're going to release it in theaters and on streaming. So if people, they're be- just trying to. Make, they're
1: trying to make. I, I actually respected warner brothers for that decision because they're like look we want to we want to do stuff in the theaters too but we're also you know these people want to see these fucking movies already And i know it's a business thing and they're just making money and stuff like that but still like if they imagine like wonder woman which you know a lot of people didn't think were great was great but before everyone saw it (laughs) (laughs) um if they just said oh we're just gonna wait till the theaters pissed pissed off they're pissed off about black widow yeah because the movie's done been done well oh, yeah it's just sitting somewhere well they, in a they vault
0: were, there was that there was um and the then they thing, pick and shoes same thing this with is, same thing with ghostbusters and stuff like that you know with yeah. um sony and stuff like that a lot of directors are like i've never had a movie that i've uh, well the director of ghostbusters goes yeah i've never had a movie that i can actually go back and tinker with <laughs> you know yeah. because usually it's like you're rushed to get it done and then it's like okay let's get it out there
1: yeah, and he wakes up later, like two months after it's done.
0: You know what? Yeah. I think
1: I'm going to change the... Know,
0: let me tweak the... Let me tweak this opening sequence here and let's... Yeah. Yeah, They're doing basically what Zack Snyder is doing with the Justice League, you know? It's like, but, you know, people want to see there's not Justice League. Um... I want to see the Justice League. <laughs> I'm curious about it, but it's not going to be what everybody thinks it's going to be. Everybody thinks it's going to be some kind of, like, they Transform- think it's it. It going to be some kind of transformative moment that now everybody wants Snyder back to the DC. It's like, shut the fuck up, you people. You people kill me. Jesus, Steve, very upset. Because everybody's like, get Zack Snyder <laughs> off these films, man. He's turning into bullshit. They put Joss Whedon in there. Fuck him. Let's get Snyder back on there. I want to see what Snyder does. It's like, oh my God, get over yourselves, people. Oh, okay. So, yeah. See, You're hyped up about it too. Yeah, it looks like. I got my my la uh, la city <laughs> hype team going by here.
1: <laughs> I'm curious to see it one because I actually liked the Justice League movie. I liked so it too. I'll, I'll watch it again.
0: But I think um, most Marvel people liked it because they were like, "No, oh, it was pretty good considering what it could have been." You know, it's like I thought it was pretty good. But I think Marvel people are more forgiving than DC fans fanboys. I think DC DC fans have just been burned too many times. They're just stuck in it. they're just stuck and burnt (laughs) marvel fanboys are like yeah we've seen worse so
1: this was actually pretty good (laughs) marvel i think marvel's um negative fanboys i think the biggest thing i see from marvel and it's like a small set most marvel fans are great but there is quite a bit of gatekeeping going on on the on the marvel side and it's it's usually like it's either two types of gatekeepers it's oh you've only seen the movies There's those gatekeepers or there's, I don't give a fuck about the comics. The movies are the future. Those gatekeepers.
0: (laughs) And it's like guys, which is a very small subset.
1: It's very small, very small. And they, they, DC has the same thing. That's also very small. You know, it's just like, stop it. The worst fans ever though. Star Wars. Mm. Those are the worst. (laughs) The, well, the negative fans are the worst from Star Wars. But granted, there was a bit of confusion in the final few movies so <laughs> i get i get some of the complaints but like it's also just a movie calm the fuck down um i still haven't seen that last movie
0: oh the rise of skywalker
1: uh-uh.
0: eh, it's all i right. keep
1: forgetting i keep forgetting about it
0: i've i've seen it twice the only part of it i really do like is lando i mean Oh, of course. I mean, it's just Lando. I come mean, on. just like, come on, what are we doing here? He could just stand there. Everybody yeah, literally, he could just stand there and be like, "This was the greatest fucking epic ever." And it's just him right. sitting in a room with one light hanging over him. That would have been it. That would have been perfect. Um, but I think it was the uh, there. There was a little moment where I was kind of like, "Oh, that was cool." Like it was like you know, during the final battle, it was a moment in there that was that was really cool. But you know, overall, it's it was yeah, I think misguided in a lot of place, places. Um, but I think that a lot of that was J.J. J. Abrams re, you know, re retconning everything that um, okay. uh, that everything that they tried to do it's something it, it, different it, in the it's last. This,
1: j- oh, it's the same thing you did to Star Trek. <laughs> he, he water Honestly, like, I I like J.J.
0: Abrams, but
1: he waters things down. Yeah, like he makes it like, oh, I want it to be more accessible. Or something, some fucking buzzword, and then it just becomes so simple. You're just like, this is boring. Right. Or twist the with Star Wars, it was pretty bad where they changed the story around, where for nothing. Like, hmm. I get some story tweaks to, you know, for for the sake of something. But um, I think the only the only story tweak I don't understand right now from Marvel is why um, Wanda isn't Jewish anymore. <laughs> like it just it just seemed weird to me. And I, there is a subset of people that are pissed off about it, um, namely Jewish people. Um <laughs> and Roma, she's she was Romanian. She's a Romanian Jew. And they said that it's uh you know, that's a people that have been kind of shit on in history, and then they, they just kind of gave her a, a makeup a made up country to be from. But I don't think they did that. I think they made up a place because they were gonna destroy it.
2: Yeah, in Sokovia, Voltron.
1: Yeah. Um but I mean, I get it. I get what they're saying, you know. Because uh, honestly, let, let's be honest. If if uh, Scarlet Witch was was black and that same thing was happening, people would be fucking losing their
0: minds <laughs> right now.
1: Um, so you know, it is what it
0: is. Hey, but I mean, if you're gonna remake something to have Elizabeth Olsen player, yeah, I'm kind of there. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, well, I
1: think the biggest controversy is Elizabeth and. I don't think Elizabeth Olsen is a racist. But Elizabeth Olsen and I think the dude who plays Hawkeye, they were on a fucking show and they said the word gypsy a few times. They were on a British show. The word gypsy is a a slur, technically. It really isn't in America. Yeah. But it is in Europe. And they were told that's kind of a slur here. And then they continued to say it. (laughs) So they kind of made asses of themselves. Um, But I don't know I guess the due to plays Hawkeye's got a bunch of controversy Going on right now Well it was old controversy But I guess it's being dragged up again What was it? About something about how he used to Be abusive with his wife hmm. That she said He denied everything and, and nothing came of it But for some reason it came up again I think the internet has a short attention span
0: They need something Yeah well, no, yeah, it, because he's currently doing Hawkeye, the TV series, so they need to bring yeah, up something, right. you know. And I don't know.
1: Did he do it? Did he not? I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, but who oh, no, knows? He used to do – he left, like, Coke in a bathroom where kids could get it.
0: I mean, who hasn't? That sounds like some Hollywood shit I mean, to me. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> who hasn't? I mean, there's, there are times, you know, when you, you kind of forget your shit, you know?
1: And then I brought up a point to, um, to a friend of mine. Because he was like, <laughs> he was talking about how he was outraged about something. I wasn't even paying attention to him because I don't care. Everybody's <laughs> outraged about something now, um, and I go, you know what's funny? He's like, what? I'm like you're outraged about this one thing, but there's things that you wouldn't give a fuck about, and it's still just as bad because every every single person is playing it's a hypocrite, <laughs> including me. Everybody. We're all fucking hypocrites. We don't make any fucking sense. Just complain about shit that we happen to care about, At like the, the whole. I would th- that was brought to my attention with the whole Wanda thing, the Wanda Vision, and how she's not Romanian, a Romanian Jewish person anymore. I didn't care, hmm. and then it kind of dawned on me, like, why don't I care? Hmm. These people are all hyped up about it, and I'm like, hypocrites. The whole lot of us.
0: I'm not. I'm not outraged about it because. It was part of the character I didn't even know about, so it's to me it's kind of like okay.
1: I knew she was Jewish. Well, they did it. I think I think part of the Jewish community is getting upset because they're doing it to a lot of Jewish characters. Because Spider-Man's Jewish too.
2: Uh,
1: But no, he is. It's canon, but it's so he doesn't talk about it all the time. You know what I mean? It's not like a major part of his character. But he is. It is canon. He is technically Jewish. Um. And then they're like, well, they haven't brought it up. It's like, yeah, but in the thousands of Spider-Man comic books, it was probably brought up three times. And it's like it was a tongue-in-cheek thing. It wasn't something that he was like, I am Jewish. You didn't see him at at his bat mitzvah. At the same time,
0: it's like, okay, but what about Garfield and Maguire? Toby Maguire. He's Jewish, right? No, he's not.
1: (laughs) 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 I don't know. fucking. But the whole thing is is that's why they're upset cuz they feel like Jewish people are being and I'm like most of the people who draw these or drew these comics back in the day were
0: Jewish. And if Stan you, Lee was and, Jewish and if, it if you was listen very <laughs> and if you listen to the the QAnon people everybody that runs all the media organizations are Jewish so you know.
1: Well then it was what was it? Um they were like there was someone making the argument for Spider-Man being Jewish cuz honestly jewish or he's not jewish he's still spider-man i don't whatever it doesn't make a difference to me but this dude was made. he made this big elaborate thing where spider-man's not actually jewish stan lee was jewish so he was imposing that onto the character. i'm like he invented the character <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> like he was hebrew washing spider-man or something the fuck out of here like, in, and that's, in the Torah I'm, it
0: says that Spider-Man that's how is. I know.
2: that's how I know
1: I'm getting older not only am I getting older but I'm also a millennial <laughs> because I'm starting to get to that point where I hear these things and then I go what the fuck and then I just move on <laughs> I don't care anymore I'm just like you people have lost your fucking way <laughs>
0: get help right <laughs> Uh, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks, a weekly pop-pop podcast pop-pop. that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all the clickbait clutter and any any rec- recognition of you know Jewish characters. Uh, we're thinking so you don't have to. <laughs> I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Ryan. We love Jewish <laughs> characters. Okay? A lot. Of, a lot of my a lot of my good friends are Jewish, That's but true. but we don't acknowledge them because you know we no. just whitewash them.
1: I make up countries and say that they're from there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! I, think,
1: I I honestly do think that whole Wanda thing is is such a big thing like, somebody somebody at the writing table is like, "Hey, why don't we just make her like?" He probably didn't even know she was Romanian. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just make her from this made up country because we're gonna destroy it in Age of Ultron? I don't want to upset anybody and, and and destroy a real country.
0: Okay, yeah, that's great. They Ooh, all shook hands. Well, <laughs> it's but the thing the thing is is that if you go with a lot of if you look at a lot of um, movie, movies and TV shows and stuff like that, when the U.S. goes into a fictional war, it's with a fictional country.
1: Yeah, so, unless it's World War Two.
0: <laughs> or um, unless it's it's a little more realistic. I think like The West Wing went with yeah. actually some like real countries and stuff, like that, or skirmishes, you know, things like that. But you know, I'm, I mean, but for the most part, they always pick or a it's fictional just country. terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. Or after these terrorists non um non-defined terrorists but they all look (laughs) middle eastern in some way
1: (laughs) and then let's also be honest and what what uh what europeans need to understand is no one in america or most people in america do not split up the countries in europe it's just white land (laughs) so making wanda not this white and making her a different made up white means nothing to most people here (laughs) They don't care.
0: <laughs> I, was watching, so. I was watching this movie, um, What If. It's with Daniel Radcliffe. And um I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. It's a romantic comedy. It's yeah. a really, it's a really good it's a it's a good movie. And uh I, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh Kylo Ren plays uh, um Daniel Radcliffe's um uh I guess college buddy, and he has like the the moral backings of like a, you know, I don't know, a... Uh, shit i can't think of an equivalent but he does let's just say he doesn't have any really moral (laughs) uh moral fiber but um there was a guy that was like going um they were having a conversation and they were talking about europe and the girl he's attracted to this girl but she has a boyfriend and he's arguing that europe isn't actually a separate continent because it's attached to Asia, he goes. I mean, it's not a continent. And they were going to this arg, ar- uh, this uh, this uh, argument. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like it is a continent. <laughs> like, who fucking cares? <laughs> I was like, why are you so hung up on that? Europe is not a continent because it's attached to Asia. <laughs> it's like, it's like the weirdest things people get kind of caught up in. It's like, you know, I feel like, like, like low fat just... mayonnaise is not mayonnaise. You know, right? Like- <laughs> I think people just.
1: They spend too much time on the internet and they just get engrossed in one thing and then they don't realize no one else cares. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's so much going on in the world. You can't, you can't, I don't care who you are, you cannot care about everything. You just can't. It's impossible. The mind doesn't have that capacity. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All you need to do is don't
0: be an asshole and don't stand for other people being an asshole. I only have 500 gigs of two terabytes of problem for two terabytes of problems. I'm going to have to let some shit go. Johnny mnemonic speeds, bro. (laughs) I ain't got time for it.
1: (laughs) That's what I tell my, that's what I tell my kids. It's like, if you see someone active, like if you see someone actively being racist, call them out, they asshole fuck off, you know, or something like that. But don't be upset because you found out, Something happened to some group in the Middle East 20 years ago, and you didn't care about it. Like, what the fuck? Like, if it wasn't for television and the internet, you wouldn't even know, right? You know, you're just—it's not your community. You have to care about what's going on around you and just try to be a decent human being. Okay, that's uh, it.
0: Oh, by the this way, this is
1: the pointless podcast anymore.
0: <laughs> um, Amador caught us traitors because I said we went back to what? Android. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm not a he, traitor. I he, keep it liquid. He, he used Damn. the uh, he used that um, stormtrooper with the um, <laughs> lightsaber blade thing that came out. He's
1: <laughs> like mm, traitor, <laughs> bro. I'm not only Amador. Pay attention, because I'm going to speak to you directly. Okay, because
0: he's about to ruin, <laughs> <laughs> about
1: to ruin your whole career. Now, I'm not only back to Android. I got a Samsung watch on right now. You feel me? I when I do something, I'm a hundred and ten percent. Okay. I switched to an LG ThinQ G8 for four days because my Pixel comes tomorrow, okay? (laughs) Stay ready. I was going to buy the Google Buds to replace my um, AirPod Pros because the AirPod Pros will not connect. (laughs) Oh, they're all (laughs) fucked up. Um, They were supposed to be able to, but they just won't work. And I'm like, fuck this. Um, but I hear rumor has it, rumor has it, um, that the Google buds three are coming out in mid April. So I'm going to wait. So I ordered the wired Google buds for 20 bucks off of Amazon. Oh, nice. I stay fucking dripped in Google right now. (laughs) And I don't even hate Apple. I was talking to somebody about that and they were like, Oh, you hate Apple again? No, I said, I always, I said in the beginning. I wanted to try it. I was talking shit about Apple and I realized it's not fair because I've never had one. I have one. I, I see the value still not my bag. So I went back to where I I belong.
0: Yeah, I did a, I did a blog post. Um, I guess from the day, this was released yesterday on, um, on Monday about why I switched. And it was two reasons why I switched.
1: I Uh, meant to read that too. And I
0: fucking forgot. It was basically saying, um, about, uh, one of the big things was multiple accounts. I like, right. you know, I go certain apps don't toggle. So I go like Facebook Messenger and um, Snapchat and all these. And these are not just burner accounts like, you know, Snapchat, I do nudes. And then I have one for the lazy geeks. You know, I it it, <laughs> it, 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 it I don't have to log out, log back in. I can just have two apps. Sometimes yeah. you forget which is for which. But, you know, hey, shit happens. Uh, but I, I kind of like that. And the fact that I was like, well, how can I do that? On an iPhone, and then I looked, and you have to you have to download this, you have to kind of jailbreak something, and I'm like, that's just too much. It's like you should be able to do this. So that was one it's thing. Too much when you have an option that does it
1: automatically, like
0: it's that literally it's... Android. When you download the app, Android goes, hey, you can do multiples. Do you want to set this up for that? Um, and then the other one was I use Google app. My the app, most of the Apple apps are garbage. Um, and most of the, and so I use most of the Google apps and that's like, so what's the point of having an iPhone if I'm going to have they're Google one? They're not garbage. Actually, I said, um, I said the mail app was garbage.
1: The mail app is garbage. Yeah. But m- the problem with Apple stuff for me, and I understand what they're doing. Apple makes, and I hope no one who has an iPhone thinks I'm insulting them because I'm not. Apple makes things for people who aren't tech savvy at all. Like who don't care. They just want their phone to work. They want to get on their fucking TikTok. They don't care about any of this shit, which is perfectly fine because that's the majority of the human race. (laughs) (laughs) But when you do have a little bit of knowledge and you have that ability to kind of know what's going on behind the scenes, the iPhone is annoying. Like the, the apps are too simple. Yeah. They don't give me enough options. I got this Android. I was almost overwhelmed by how many options I had. Well,
0: that was one of the things that, I, and to to counter kind of what you said is that, I I think Android has it a little more with like if you want just a simple phone like let, let's take uh let's let's take my brother for example, yeah. he's not as tech savvy. He just has the he has his old Galaxy Note that he uses and he uses it for basic stuff. Sometimes there's like well it says I could do this. I don't know what that means. And it's just like, yeah, you don't need to worry about it, you know? But right. for the most part, he can use it as a basic phone. But for me, on the other hand, I can use all these other little options, which are nice for it. And that's kind of where I think Apple eventually needs to go. Like, okay, it's cool if you don't want to do any customization to it. Fine, here, you have a good phone, use it. But if you want to do a little more to it, you could, should be able to. But they lock it down like Sony does. And it, it makes it kind of annoying.
1: What what i miss um the most from my iPhone it's literally the only thing i miss is um that little switch on the side
0: oh yeah
1: that silenced it it yeah. was just so much easier
0: yeah, i, I liked it i <laughs> me too um
1: but what uh, another th- another app that really let me down was um icloud like you can't even upload a folder like, i don't have fucking time for that oh i know right you know it's just come on dude Like it's Apple lacks things that they just shouldn't. And they're they're moving in the right direction. Like the recent update was really good. Right. It added widgets and stuff like that. But then it just they could move faster. You know, I I don't under the whole business model of pretending there's no competition that's innovating things (laughs) is kind of annoying. You know, but like I said, I don't I understand why people like the iPhone. It's a perfectly viable phone um i'm not going to hate on anybody who has one unless i'm kidding around um but i just I, I i couldn't do it it was too limiting like once the once the gloss of having something new wore off i i just felt limited like i was like i could do this on on an android i could do this on an you know, i could do that on a, you know and it just became a fucking situation it was annoying
0: to me it wasn't so much anno- um, annoying it was just the, the the little things that started to kind of yeah after having an iPhone for a while i was like oh i can't do this on this one and then it kept me like well i i have to keep my galaxy around so i can just simply do stuff on you know another you know if i use the oh well i'll do this and i'll do this and oh well i'll need that because i can't have a second app you know, on here or, or what have you, or sometimes the apps work a little bit better, you know, on Android than they do on Apple and vice versa, you know? Um, but, uh, but for me, it's like, uh, I kind of was like, well, you know, it's like, I might as well just go back to this and then get a pixel because one thing that I do like about Apple that I didn't like about Samsung was the bloatware. Yeah. You know, I, did, I, I, because when I went back to my galaxy and give it, Like It's been a while, so I went and did a a full reset. My God, I had pre-installed. This was just off of a factory reset. Not just Facebook, but Pandora, something called Newsbreak, CNN, Bleacher Report, like five different games, all these other shit. And then the Samsung bullshit, which it tells you, hey, which of these Samsung apps do you want? I want none of them. And it's it's still uploaded about half of them and then i just had to sit there and unfortunately i was able to uninstall them but i was like you know in phones now that are where your you know storage space is at a premium it's like what the fuck. it's like i'd rather just that that, so that's one of the one thing i like about apple is you just got the apple ship but you got nothing else and it's the same thing with the pixel it's like oh you'll get the google stuff but you won't get all that other bloat
1: yeah the lg was the same I, I facture reset the LG and it had like five fucking games and a bunch of LG. app. My like, LG makes apps? Like, I, was, I was confused. Like I got the, I got a Samsung watch today because um, a buddy of mine just switched to Apple. <laughs> you want to <laughs> do that.
0: It. The cars thing on your, on the, on the phone. Don't you? Don't judge me. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, no. Cause, um, and Steve was being fucking dad mode on me today. Cause he's like, you just said you don't use, and he's right. Um, <laughs> But I did use it sometimes and I'll use it more when I start leaving the house more. Um, and also I got it for 50 bucks, <laughs> which is a fucking steal. I can't pass up a deal like
0: that. And I told him, I go, great. I'll pay you the 50 bucks when you, do, when you tell nah. me you haven't used it in like six months.
1: Now, I'm going to charge you one fifty because you're a fucking <laughs> asshole. All right. Um, but I got it on right now. Just kind of, you know, getting a feel for it. Cause it is a little, I need to get a better strap. Um, and it's a Samsung watch, and so it has. I was looking up. Um, I knew I was gonna get it like two days ago, but I was I was looking up um, what 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 can't I do because I want to be as Google as possible. And I actually found um, on the watch anyway. I actually <laughs> found a,
2: uh,
1: a a article that said how to Google fy your um, your Samsung watch. So the only thing that you, know, you can even change, you don't have to use Bixby. Because who the fuck oh, uses, Bixby? uses Bixby?
0: You can even, change even it to Samsung the Google Assistant. B- even Samsung doesn't use Bixby.
1: <laughs> I know. You can change it to the Google Assistant, which is cool. Um, although I don't really think I'll be talking to my watch much, but whatever. Um, and then,
0: dude, when you th- want to feel futuristic or like Dick Tracy, that's when you're going to talk.
1: About. <laughs> that's true. The only thing that it was a part in the article that said. You don't really have to switch to google pay just use samsung pay it's the same fucking thing and it works just as good like who cares like it's basically what the (laughs) (laughs) article is you don't lose you don't gain or lose anything Well, didn't didn't
0: they just just update the app for google pay i think i read something that they just they changed
1: it, yeah they came out with a new app completely and they said Um, the
0: things you can't do on the old one pay shit I was like, hey, right. what's the point of having the old app? <laughs> well,
1: they used to, it used to be cool. The old one had um, you could upload loyalty cards like for stores hmm. and then you could scan them from that. They took that away. I <laughs> don't know why, um, but I've used Samsung Pay before when I had a Samsung phone. It works perfectly fine. I like it. Um, so I'll probably just set that up.
0: I never do because I always forget even when I had the Apple Pay because I had it set up for Apple Pay. But even when I went to like CBS and stuff like that, which you can do because i seen the thing there, I forget about it. And I well, just I, my I
1: was the same way. I would always forget the Democrat. But now, since the pandemic, I remember because I don't want to touch anything.
0: Oh, I don't because I'm not a pussy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> OK, <laughs> I just don't want to touch anything. Um, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> it wiggles. And Because you know why? Because if I touch them, I have to wash my hands mm. all the fucking time you know and it's it's starting to get annoying <laughs> it's not as bad anymore but in the beginning i was a little paranoid and i was like yeah. fuck that i'm already a, don't like germs um <laughs> bathing yourself in saline so <laughs> and then you right and then you start to remember too when you have a watch because the watch you just go Bop. <laughs> you, just, it's, you feel you feel like you're from the future bro.
0: you know what <laughs> like, i want to do i want to do I, if i got an apple if i got a, like a, a samsung Watcher, or, or if google decides to like Stop fucking around with theirs and actually do <laughs> one that's do one that's good. I would actually like to go. I would do this just to fucking show off and be like, "Hey, watch this! Hey, two to beam up," and then just have the <laughs> transporter sound go. <laughs> okay, bro. Did <laughs> like, you know you'd do that if you could? <laughs> hell yeah. When I had my when I had my Apple Watch,
1: I used my watch to pay for everything. Like I I never took my wallet out unless I had to, because it was just easy. You just held the fucking button and then you just. And it was quick. And it would just charge your shit. Hmm. So it's cool, but yes, it is difficult to remember because yeah. it's such an alien concept. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, you're just
0: like, why? I mean, if I had, had that information stored on my dick, then it'd be easy because, uh, you know, I whip it out anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> fucking barcode Boop. on the dick. <laughs> Boop. <laughs>
1: Helicopter dick, the fucking, <laughs> the fucking clerk. <laughs>
0: Scanning, going up and down the aisles, and all the cashier's beep, beep
1: beep beep. There's there's lights on it. Your pin shows up while it spins in the light.
0: You're just like, yeah. You know, I don't those, know why those... I'm doing it right now. <laughs> you know those those clocks that used to spin the light and it would show like on the ceiling like the time or something like yeah. that. that's what you. <laughs> that's what it would look like when you take out your day all day every day, bro. Uh, <laughs> do you want
2: cash back on this bitch?
0: <laughs> uh, so um. Uh, I wanted to hit up because we hadn't really talked about this even though we're th- already thirty minutes in um right. who cares Sec- it's what second to yes. Yes. third to last show so um superman and Lewis what were your thoughts? I thought it was good. I
1: thought it was um a lot better than the other w b shows. <laughs> it's funny because I'm a big d c fan but I really don't like the w b shows they're just too fucking corny. I can't get into them yeah at all too much emotionality. I've tried. But I just can't. I don't hate on anybody who likes them, you know, whatever. But um, you're all fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> I'll just play it. Uh, but it, it has a different vibe to it. And it's funny because you would think the Superman show would be corny. Right. But it's pretty good. Like, I'm, I'm really enjoying it.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I, like, especially with the first episode it was, like, super cinematic like you just <laughs> super yeah um i love the little the little nod to the original superman costume that the guy had yeah. uh superman wore it's like cool and the,
1: and the and the green fucking car and shit and right yeah. i love
0: that with the cool suit thanks my 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 mom made it you know it kind of like, <laughs> he, he sounded like a little kid it was funny <laughs> it was cool my mom made it um so it was really it yeah for me it was like really cinematic and you kind of got invested and i like that the brothers aren't like, there's, you know, they're, they they care for each other. Then one's not a dick to the other. That's always yeah. a nice little change. Uh, although you kind of saw it kind of happening in episode two, friction, but they kind of worked past it.
1: I actually didn't know the second episode
0: was out. Yeah, it comes yeah, out only every seen the first episode. It only comes out, it comes out every Wednesday.
1: Um, oh, okay.
0: And, uh, That's so, a weird day. Well, I think because I don't know what they got Monday, but Tuesday's The Flash and then Wednesday's um, Superman. Um, is, Iris, is Iris okay? Oh, she's okay. Okay, <laughs> that picture that I sent you of her from her Instagram. <laughs> yeah, she looked okay to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, 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 I definitely enjoyed it. I was like, I heard good things about it. So then when I watched it, I was just like, whoa, this is like super cinematic, and like, I love the way it look. It has a different feel. It doesn't look cheap. Even the visual effects looked really good for. WB show usually with like the flash it always looks you're already seen G Barry you know but like with the Superman stuff I was really kind of impressed with how it looks so I was like oh that's that's pretty cool I'm I'm enjoying this so far yeah Um, it's a
2: good
1: show it it was um it was surprising I I honestly thought I wouldn't I wouldn't want to watch it after the first episode just because I know it's the WB shows aren't my bag but it's it's good yeah I definitely want to watch the series and WandaVision. WandaVision, division. Want, want division. <laughs> I mean, if we say anything bad, aren't people going to get all fucking upset and inflame us? Since when do you care? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Go ahead, man. What did you think?
0: Um, I liked it. I did feel it was a little rushed. Like, it probably could have taken another, an extra episode or something to kind of f- flush some of the stuff out. Um, but, um, I think I enjoyed it more because I wasn't list- I wasn't getting invested in people's fucking fan theories as to what was going to happen. I think that's the real reason why people are disappointed was because it didn't work out the way they figured it out in their head. And there's
1: I think it's perfectly fine to have fan theories. I think it's fun. Yeah. But don't get angry. Yeah, um, if you were wrong. <laughs> well,
0: the thing is, is that some of these people like the, the I had a big my big problem with it was um where people's fan theories are in publications like you're seeing a lot of these like bigger websites that are actually talking about people's fan theories about just try to get clicks and and i get that but it's like at the same time it's like you're perpetuating this as news so people are thinking oh this is probably how it's going to come out because they're you know you know they're they're getting this from you know and let's be honest you know you're getting that news from like you know comic book comic book resources or ign You might want to take a second back Wait, wait, wait. That's probably not, you know, actually what's going to happen. But and it's fine to have your own theories. I mean, every time I every time I think about people's fan theories, I always think about the IT crowd when Roy wanted to watch the new this zombie movie from South Korea that Quentin Tarantino produced. And they go, oh, there's a twist standing and his boss is next. to He's like, oh, he's not on Earth. Oh, he's his own brother. You know, it's like you're trying to sit there and guess the twist. And I was like, and I'm kind of like Roy's like, can you just kind of enjoy it instead of trying to prove that? Like, I was right.
1: That's that's a very human thing to do, though, is to fucking try to solve the riddle, you know, before it happens. I just think people get so invested, they start getting like emotional about it. It's like, calm down. It's just yeah. a TV show. I sent you a TikTok, but you ignored it, so I don't know if you saw it or not. No, I. Was it the chick? Oh, yeah, it was a yeah, chick who was who was like, I thought it was a good point. So I knew, and Steve knew that they weren't going to announce the X Men <laughs> in WandaVision or, or Reed
0: we, Richards or you know right. all this. But we we have to remember
1: that. Things like WandaVision and and the MCU have brought new fans, you know, who who don't really understand how comic books work as a whole. Um, they don't know that WandaVision isn't big enough to put the fucking X Men in. <laughs> First of all, she is an X Men, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're not going to announce the universe crossover. However, we had the Quicksilver from. The Fox universe. universe. Now, her point was a solid point, in my opinion, because she goes – because she was more saying, don't get mad at people for having fan theories. And then she said at the end, she goes – because people were saying, I don't know what you want. It's like, I don't know it to make sense, (laughs) (laughs) which I was laughing about. Because to someone who isn't used to how this shit works – because I even said – I was like, I see what Marvel's doing, and it's annoying. Like (laughs) – you're putting people into purposely misdirect. Like I get it, you know what I mean. But it's it's whatever. It, I I agree. I th- I felt the last episode was rushed, um, or it just felt rushed. I don't think they rushed it, but I think it just felt it could have been another episode. Right. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more with. I think the Agnes character, while great, and I love the actress, she she didn't get to be like a good character for me until the very end of the last episode. She's yeah. more annoying.
0: Well, I I think they that. I think they let I, I think th- they did that on
1: purpose. I
0: yeah. I think they did it on purpose, but I think they kind of stretched it a little too far. You could yeah. you could have kind of slowly got like they gave you little moments of where she's like, you know, what's, you know, like she's into something that you're not and stuff like that and then they did all the cutbacks when they when they revealed her, but I was like, you could have probably started it an episode earlier, flesh it out flesh her out a little bit more. Right. Um. But um, you know. But overall, I mean, and and to be honest, like you know, like Adam said earlier, yeah, we we knew X Men weren't going to come in there, but they did touch on it a little bit, and that's what I kind of liked is that when they did the flashback of her back at her um where she was in Sokovia, yeah. she already had the power. But it yeah. wasn't amplified, so the same thing would have been said for Pierto, and I was like going, "Oh, so they are slowly bringing in the x men yeah. thing because i had
1: to I had to explain to my son, my younger son mm. he he goes, well, what's the difference?" I said, Well, there's mutants and mutates." Because he was like, isn't Spider Man a mutant? I said, no, he's a mutate, and I had to explain the difference. Right, real fucking nerdy that day, um, and and broke that. Well, it's really a simple concept. That's where you but... go.
0: Oh, uh, well, actually, it's. Uh...
1: <laughs> I'll explain it briefly. Okay, <laughs> uh, Spider Man's a mutate because he was a normal person, and then he was bit by a spider. Um, a mutant would be born with. I think the X Men. It's when they hit puberty and yeah, their pu- powers start coming, right?
0: Well, it yeah, they have the powers, but it's when it when they hit puberty is when it actually became it actually um
1: story of my life yeah. right <laughs> yeah. um but i i don't want to and the show was amazing i i was in. i i didn't start watching until like the seventh episode yeah because i think because you, you, well i was gonna be like oh, i'll just i'll just binge it and then i was like nah i really want to fucking i want to <laughs> see what's up and i and i wanted to i don't I'm not a a person who's big into binging anyway and I wanted to do the back and forth with you on each episode. I really find that fun with yeah. a television show. So I caught up one day and I got really invested. I said, this is a really good show. I like it. And um w- um Amanda mm. Elizabeth Olsen, amazing. Mm. Amazing actress. I I loved how she she was just in and out of different th- it was just subtle stuff. Um what's his name? He plays vision Bill Oh, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany I don't know why I said Bill I love him anyway oh yeah you know and he really got to because the vision was in the movies but he wasn't in the movies that much right you know what I mean so he really got to enjoy that character a bit in this and, and it's a great character. the fucking my, my favorite scene of WandaVision is in the last episode when he uses the um what is it called Theseus ship or whatever oh right yeah that was beautiful. Yeah. I was like, whoever came up with that idea is a fucking genius.
0: Yeah, because well, it was it. He was using he was using logic to to exactly. Yeah,
1: he perfectly explained both of their existences and how they're on they're on either side of the same coin, but they're not the full coin. Right. Like it, it blew my fucking mind. I actually rewound it and listened to it again, and I knew about that the whole the whole ship that gets its planks. Everyone's heard that before, but. Um, I just it, lo- it was great. It was my favorite scene. It's so. Because yeah,
0: you're good. expecting oh there's gonna be some big old battle, some but big fight. They're gonna smack each other and, around or but whatever. Then, but when know. they started doing it, I was like, oh right, he's a computer. You know, it's right. like oh, exactly.
1: They're gonna use logic. he's like, me. I'm not the real. I'm not the real. Or I'm not actually Vision, am I? And then he's like, please elaborate. I was like, oh what? <laughs> like that threw me off. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then you know now we have Vision who has the memories but no context, which is always an interesting concept. Um. What's another thing? Um. The end credit scenes were dope. I didn't. I don't really understand what's happening with Rambo. I know that there's a Skrull, and someone in space wants to talk to her. But I don't. I didn't know if that character existed before this show. I don't.
0: I don't know. Oh, Rambo. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Um. She was. Uh. The original Rambo's daughter. The one from the original. from From the. From the Captain Marvel movie. She was the
1: little girl oh okay see i I didn't know that yeah (laughs) all right i got it um the the last thing i'm gonna say i think because it's now flying away oh (laughs) i had a fan theory okay (laughs) so in the beginning of this damn show um what's his name from fresh off the boat
0: right what's his character's name uh i don't remember
1: OK, well, he said he was going to see someone in that town that was in witness protection.
0: Oh, it's right, like everyone right.
1: forgot that. Yeah. And they never say who it was. OK, then you have this fucking Quicksilver from the Fox universe named Boner named <laughs> Ralph Boner. And when it, when she said his last name, he even went <laughs> Boner, which yeah. means it's not his last name. Right. No one who has a goofy last name <laughs> is going to say that. Right. They're going to get annoyed. Um, I think that that is Quicksilver. I think it is. And he he's in witness protection for some fucking reason. I really, really think it's that's the way it is. I'm sticking to that theory. If I'm right, I'm right. If not, I'm not going to get mad. <laughs> I'm just going to go, oh, okay. And then I'll go with something else. But I think it's a sound theory. Yeah. Because makes- they're not going to put him in there just because for nothing. Right.
0: He's in there for some reason. Right. And so, that could mean that, you know, because everything, you know, a lot of people have said that, you know, the Thanos snap could have, you know, I, I mean, they so. they they alluded to it, even though it was supposed to be fake in the Spider-Man movie about alternate realities. You know, where when um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Mysterio was supposed to be from another Earth, yes. you know, but he really wasn't. But I'm thinking that it was there and it could have been. He was just, you know. He was just using it, you know, lying to make his, his story shape, but it could have been something that was real and mutants have started, you know, um, filtering into the MCU universe, so I've thought that right. too. So
1: It could be a million different things. I just, I, that that is my theory. That I love is...
0: that they gave her the crown though. Yeah. She looks exactly like
1: she looks in the comic book. Yeah.
0: That outfit's hot, bro. Dude. Bring but. that to the bedroom. <laughs> I know when I saw her getting that, I was, and then when she actually called her Scarlet Witch, I was like, "Oh!" I go, "Now Fox can now you know Fox is owned by Disney because now they're using Scarlet Witch."
1: You know, Marvel, and I know with her they they had to own Fox, but um, Marvel did that with a couple care like things that you would assume would be said, like Avengers Assemble, right. Were saved until the end. Yeah, like, they did that shit on purpose. Which I thought I thought it was kind of clever. um
0: well, they kept doing it. I like how they did in the Marvel movies where he would go Avengers and then it would like cut because you're yeah. you're building it up. So then when he actually says it, you're just like, and then he doesn't even yell, but he just
1: goes assemble yeah. like, oh.
0: <laughs> where you have the entire Marvel universe there. And then he gets he gets Thor's hammer and then he's assemble. You're like, yeah, so uh, See, it's very good.
1: Yeah. Um, can't wait to see more can't wait for that um falcon and
0: falcon and the Winter soldier next week the Winter
1: soldier is looks so fucking funny i can't yeah.
0: wait to see that i know I, i'm excited because i want to see the way they go back and forth i can see that little he goes what's that robotic brain going on yeah i see the little hamster running around and
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to
0: that definitely and then loki um, after
1: that The Loki show looks really good. I mean, there's so much good television going on right now.
0: I mean, you've got that. You've got the uh, Falcon Winter uh, Winter Soldier. Then you're gonna have Loki, and then later on is gonna be What If, which I'm really looking forward to. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, so it's like, it's like this is what you know. This is gonna be cool. Like this is why it's worth having. You know, Disney Plus. (laughs) Although I
1: had to, I had to. As much as I'm enjoying the MCU, and I'm a fan of both DC and Marvel. Um, I had to stand up for the homie Flash the other day because um, we were talking about the Quicksilver thing, and a buddy of mine's like, well, "Quicksilver's way better than the Flash." I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> you you yeah. have no idea how mm-hmm. fast the Flash is. Do you? Quicksilver mm-hmm. moving around like at the speed of sound? That motherfucker right. ain't going that that quick. A Flash goes back in time, <laughs> motherfucking <laughs> breaking breaking <laughs> cosmic
0: barriers. We I need st- to stop. I still remember in the the. In the CW version, when they had that musical crossover between Flash and Supergirl, and then Supergirl says that if something goes wrong, you just go back in time, and then he stops her. And goes, actually, I'm I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Right? <laughs> He's fucking it up. <laughs> it's like, God damn it,
2: Barry. <laughs>
1: I think that I think that is the. I can't say Superman's better than that because it's too new. But I think I think the Flash was a pretty good show, even though later on it started to get silly. But mm. I, th- I think all comic book stuff does.
0: Oh yeah, I mean even the comic books get silly. Oh like,
1: yeah, absolute comic books get super silly. <laughs> you know, but um, I need I
0: just I just wish DC. Oh, I forgot do to do something right. I, I haven't watched Stargirl yet. I want to watch it. So I haven't. Either. First seasons I've... on first seasons on HBO Max. But guess who's who's um, coming back in se- who's who's appearing in season two. Um, the guy that played the original Flash is playing the Flash oh nice yeah he they he he announced it on his instagram that he's been uh he's coming back he's coming to Stargirl to play the flash and i think he's i think he's playing golden the golden age flash with the hat oh shit with the fucking wings on it bro hey i gotta see that (laughs) so
1: i was like oh nice i I need to catch up on all those dc shows because i did like them i need to catch up on titans um i want
0: to catch i want to catch up on titans i got to catch up on doom patrol um, I've, I'm all caught up. I <laughs> I'm fucking addicted to Doom Patrol, and I gotta I gotta um watch uh, Star Girl, and then Star I gotta Girl. watch that Harley the um, Harley Quinn show. Harley
1: That's Quinn it. is really good. Um, I need to watch the the latest season, but it gets pretty deep sometimes. But it's hilarious. Dude. It's a really well put together cartoon.
0: I still love the, I still love it when they go and uh, they make fun of all the DC fanboys. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's great. The show's very meta, you know. But it's it's
1: a it's a really good show. But yeah, um, I don't think they have any other TV's. I need to catch. I think I missed a couple animated movies on Marvel and DC because I'm really into the animated flicks, and I need to catch up on those.
0: Dude, the the Superman Adventures from the '90s is is on HBO Max. Bro, now.
1: you ain't said nothing but a word. Yeah, that <laughs> show was the fucking shit,
0: dude. When it was the Super um, Superman Batman Hour. When they used to have, when they used to have them back to back,
1: yeah, I can feel just a wave of endorphins
2: right now,
1: <laughs> just because you said I got I fucking, <laughs> No one was touching DC in animation in the nineties, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marvel wasn't slacking. Marvel had a couple of the Spider-Man joints were good. X-Men was fire, but DC had so many good cartoons. Yeah, yeah. and the Justice League cartoon, bro. <laughs> Even Justice League Unlimited was fire. It's the same damn show.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wonder Woman was hot, too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. So now let's blaze to this. (laughs) (laughs) I know now that we're 50 minutes into this thing. uh, Now (laughs) it's time to jump into some news stories that may have slipped under your radar in the past week. So Disneyland, Universal Studios and other theme parks in California, as well as sports stadiums, have gotten the green light to potentially reopen their gates once again after the long shutdown prompted by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. According to the California Department of Public Health, ballpark stadiums and theme parks can open outdoor um, outdoors starting April 1st. April Fool's Day, really? That's when we're gonna do this. We're like, oh, April Fool's. <laughs> um, with significant uh, reduced capacity, mandatory masking, and other public health uh, preoccupa- uh, precautions. Preoccupations, uh, I gotta learn to read now. Uh, should certain conditions overrated. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, Should certain conditions be met quote with case rates and hospitalizations, significantly lower the arrival of three highly effective vaccines and targeted efforts aimed at vaccinating the most vulnerable communities. California can begin gradually and safely be bringing back more activities, especially those that occur outdoors and where consistent masking is possible. Said Dr. Mark Hawley, Secretary of the California Health and Human Services Agency, in a statement, even with these changes, California retains some of the most robust public health protocols in the country. In counties with the strictest or purple tier, outdoors, sports, and live performances will with attendees will be limited to 100 people or fewer. No concessions or concourse sales will be allowed, and advanced reservations will be required. Once those regions reach the second most restrictive red tier, capacity will be capped at 20% with in-seat concession sales and no concourse sales. At the third. At the third of the four tiers, orange, those arenas will be capped at 33%. Once they reach the least restrictive tier cap, uh, yellow, capacity will be increased to 67%. Notably, theme parks are not permitted to reopen in the purple or more restrictive or more restrictive tier. Calif- uh, Los Angeles, Orange County, and San-, San Diego continue to remain in the purple tier. But once they reach the red tier, amusement parks can reopen with the capacity limited to 15%. 25 in the orange tier or 35 in the yellow tier percent attendance is limited to in-state visitors only so you think you're coming from florida over here you ain't getting in <laughs> i did not want to go anyway bitch <laughs> um
1: i did read a uh, report from the cdc that said if you're vaccinated um you know you can still wear a mask but you shouldn't need to be checked or anything before you go somewhere
0: yeah, that's why you're given the cards when you get that. They they were. I, I right. saw the thing with the CDC. Yeah, they're saying that if you're vaccinated, you can be with other vaccinated people, but you have to have the second vac, um, the second shot, and two weeks after that. Then you. Yeah, can- and it
1: does, I don't think it counts for the Johnson and Johnson thing. Which honestly, I think the Johnson Johnson shot's dope. Yeah, because it's at first I was kind of like I don't get it, and then it said it's seventy seven percent effective against you getting covid right. but if you do get it it's like the cold yeah but you can still spread it to other people i was so you need to be careful with that
0: yeah i was listening to rachel Maddow and she's like i hate needles she goes and knowing that i have to take two shots she goes the second shot would be worse because i know the first shot she goes so i'd rather take the johnson and johnson <laughs> you know because it's one shot <laughs> do you have do you have issues with needles um not in my arms if they're going somewhere else, then yeah, I have... I, I mean, have. I've, I've only got needles in two places.
1: <laughs> it's my arm and my ass. <laughs> um,
0: no, I don't really... I just don't look.
1: I don't know if... I, I have a full conversation with the person while they're doing it. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's because when I was a kid, I have really um, small veins. and It's hard to get, a, get an IV. And um, one time, uh, I almost drowned and they had to keep putting IVs in, it would take them, like, eight tries. Oh, Jesus. I just got used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whatever.
0: Yeah, um, I never had real problems. I've had IVs in me and, um, uh, obviously, like, Novocaine and stuff like that. I used to do it when uh, – I guess not because I remember I would see the, you know, the big syringe sticking out of my mouth, which looked like it was – like, is that, like, you know – you know a butt plug or something like that because it just was like huge that they were holding Yeah, yeah Going in my mouth, but I would use my tongue would go and feel the needle as it's like in my gums So I guess I don't have a problem with it
1: I had like an antibiotic shot in my fucking ass mm-hmm. um, A long time ago, I think I was like 11 mm-hmm. But I got a really bad fucking flu and I got an infection and I was, I was pretty fucking sick mm-hmm. I was sick for like three weeks
0: I remember, yeah I had I didn't have anything, you know there ex well there was that one time that this well this person called themselves a doctor and said, This is gonna just like pinch and I'm like you really need to deliver it in my ass? And they're like, Oh, don't worry about it. It you know, that was I'm <laughs> fuck not off, sure. I really got it. <laughs> um
1: moving on <laughs> undermining my experience. FedEx It's like places.
0: those porns. <laughs> Right.
1: FedEx will replace its current delivery trucks with electric models until its entire fleet is made up of zero emission vehicles by 2040. The company is making the transition as a way to help it achieve its goal to reach carbon neutral status in the same year. In its announcement, FedEx says it will slowly phase out its existing parcel um, delivery trucks and that 50 percent of its global vehicle purchases will be electric by 2025. All its vehicle purchases will be EVs by 2030, and it aim- it's aiming to retire its gas-powered trucks completely ten years um, after that. The delivery giant, which joins a long list of companies making the pledge to reach carbon neutral status or carbon negative status, in Microsoft's case, yeah, <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> flexed <laughs> on everybody, bro. I remember that <laughs> announcement. It's like, well, everyone's going carbon neutral. We're gonna be we, we're gonna save the earth a little bit better than everybody else because fuck <laughs> everybody else. Um, has set aside two billion dollars. An initial investment for the initiative. Part of that money will obviously go towards purchasing EVs, but FedEx will also continue investments in alternate fuels um, to reduce its aircraft and vehicle emissions. Since a delivery company will have its have to use have to use fuel, FedEx has pledged hundred million dollars to Yale University as well to launch the Institute Center for Nat- Natural uh, Carbon Capture. On the center's website the university wrote that it will focus on developing collaborative and innovative solutions to pull carbon dioxide from our atmosphere and mitigate the effects of greenhouse gas emissions fedex also plans to work with customers to make their supply chain sustainable with carbon neutral shipping offer offerings and sustain sustainable <laughs> i don't know why i wanted to say substantial um sustainable <laughs> packaging <laughs> solutions in addition, it will invest money into making its facilities worldwide more efficient, and to give them the capability to run on renewable energy. Um, this is really cool if it's not just a soundbite, um, right. because they always the companies always give these like 2040 fucking way out there, <laughs> um, you know. But in twenty it's years, great if people do will forgotten. <laughs> honest, to be honest, I think it's a win for delivery services to use electric vehicles because they could have like a solar facility. Yeah, charging batteries that will charge their cars you know what i mean but somebody somebody who was hurt is in the comments maybe they'll fund their purchase with all the pixel phones their employees steal out of boxes damn i feel the pain in that (laughs) bro somebody lost a package
0: (laughs) it's like it's like when amazon says like oh we lost um you know your package was delayed and where we it's like what what happened did like did it get hijacked? Like, just tell me if it got hijacked. You know, it's like suddenly what? It was on the way from San Bernardino and suddenly it just disappeared. Right. <laughs> like, let me know what the fuck happened.
1: What's the worst What's the worst shipping company, do you think? Hmm. In America.
0: In America? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I would probably say my experiences with DHL, I guess, would probably be. Like yeah, DHL
1: pretty trash, huh? Yeah. I,
0: mean, I was
1: only thinking about the top three. Out of the top three, I would say UPS. I've had the most negative experiences with UPS. I guess you can include Amazon as a shipping company. Yeah, because you know. I would
0: say like yeah, but I've I don't I've have lo- many I've bad lost more with Amazon. I've lost a few packages from Amazon. Like my but pack. Amazon always takes care of it though. Yeah, but it's kind of, it's it kind of sucks like when you need it though. Like if it's like yeah, oh, something true, you need right true. away, it's like oh well. It somehow disappeared in a time vortex. You got caught up in the chronometric part- particles emanating from a sphere. So it's like, you know, and every time I think about it, it's like fucking tachyons. I know, you know it was tachyons. Yeah, it
1: always is. You know what's funny is my best exp- like the best experience overall in my life from shipping is is always the one people don't pick, and it's the United States Postal Service. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had very little issues. It's a little slower usually. Yeah, but it goes to my mailbox for one <laughs> so no one's gonna steal it um and i when i ship things i only ship things from the post office
0: because
1: mm. it's easy yeah they have like a flat rate for boxes and you just fucking ship it
0: yeah and I, I would have to say yeah amazon because there have been times where they say like oh it's been delivered and then i'm looking around in my yard and it's like i don't see it but now they start doing net, but only recently they started doing the pictures like yeah. yeah, it's like photo I think I think it depends on your neighborhood too. I never
1: have an issue with Amazon. I had one package and it was a small $6 fucking adapter that I bought and it never showed up. And they said deliver that – and I, I hit up Amazon. They said, um, we can send you a new one or do you just want a refund? Yeah. Like immediately. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Their customer service covers it up. But I think I live in um, – not a better neighbor, but just newer. Well, no, like my streets trying, trying, are straight and mine, like everything's mine
0: behind a gate, so it was like a, it was. Yeah. you know, my gates always locked, so it was just toss it over. I've I toss that so. <laughs> shit. There you go, bitch. Although the one time <laughs> they 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 sent me something, they were like, "Oh yeah, um, we sent you this. It's delivered." And I'm like, "No, it's not." And then uh, they're like, "It wasn't." I was like, "No." And they're like, "Okay, you want another one, or do you want?" And I said, eh, "I'll just take the refund. I'll get something out. And they were like, "Okay." So they credited me the account. 3 days after that fucker shows up on my on my on my doorstep. Freebie. I was like, "Oh, okay." Bro,
1: <laughs> like, that something similar happened to my buddy. So he has a $200 Logitech keyboard. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Okay? It's it's that new mechanical low profile one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had it and it was fucking up. So he hit up Logitech, and they go, oh, we'll we'll send you a new one. And he goes, okay. So they sent the new one. So Now he has two. And he goes, well, what the fuck? So he plugs that one, in and it was fucking up too. But that same day, there was an update to the software. It was just a software issue. So he hit up Logitech. Do you, do you need me to send this board back? And they're like, no, you could just toss it. Because to them it was broken in their system. Right. So guess where that first board is? It's in front of me, motherfucker. Because I stay on the come up. You feel me? Best keyboard I've ever fucking used. Nice. Um. And then the keyboard you gave me is in my son's room. Um, oh, okay. No, it's a good keyboard too. He loves it. Um. But you know I gotta have that new new. You feel me?
2: <laughs>
1: um. Are we doing something? I forget.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this um the this announcement came out from uh uh Comic-Con International this week. As you may be aware, due to the concern in public health and safety, San Diego Comic Con convention or Comic Convention had be, had to be canceled both of its in-person events in 2020, and recently announced that our spring 2021 show, WonderCon in Anaheim, will also be canceled. In its place, WonderCon at Home will once again be held as a free event online on March 26th and 27th, 2021. It it is the policy of the organization to continue to closely monitor information from local and national healthcare officials as it pertains to uh, to the COVID-19 pandemic. Never could we have imagined that the world experienced in 2020 continued to experience today. While we are buoyed by the rollout of the vaccine and our growing number of individuals being inoculated, it appears that July will still be too early to safely hold an in-person event of the magnitude of Comic-Con. For this reason, we have made the challenging decision to postpone Comic-Con 2021 as an in-person gathering until our 2022 dates, and once again hold this year's celebration as a free online Comic-Con at home. Unfortunately, the challenges of the past this past year and the multiple postponements of our two largest events have left us with limited financial resources. So this year, the online experience will be reduced to a three-day event spanning July 23rd through 25th, 2021. So, um, I mean, I kind of knew that was coming.
1: It's great for me. I wasn't going to go to either of these things, so <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I mean, the, the statement of who would have thought that I would have, and anyone paying attention um it is what it is i, th- I feel this is going to be the last year that this shit's going to be like this yeah i think they're going to have everything pretty much sorted out next year um but this year is going to be cleanup it, it yeah. is what it is dude like we, well,
0: that's what i had um in uh in on my blog i said like you know everybody needs to calm down about 2021 because i said we had a lot of baggage left over from 2020 that shit needs yeah. to get cleaned up. So hopefully, you know, because everybody's like, "Oh, 2020," I go some reason everybody thought January first, 2021, like the the at midnight, suddenly the 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 sun would shine and the clouds would part and everything is going to be brand new. That's like that may happen in 2022, but it's not going to happen right now.
1: And it's not just the pandemic. the The economy took a couple black eyes, and that shit needs to heal up. You got people that are out of work, you know, it,
0: just, and you got people that are out of whack.
1: Right. Well, that's always going to be that way. Um, it's from
0: a set, you losers.
1: <laughs> those people don't go to Comic Con, though. So <laughs> that's sure true. Cares. Um, <laughs> and I can't. I I'd be very happy. I think. I think I'm making a concerned effort, um, to go to Arizona Comic Con, um, or whatever the fuck they call it, uh, yeah. next time it opens when the pandemic's over, yeah. because I I've been in this house for too long. <laughs> no. And it's funny. Cause when I was a kid, I had social issues. Like I, I didn't want to leave the house and I forced myself to get over it. And I got over it and I can kind of feel those issues creeping back because I'm stuck in the house all day. Yeah. I'll go outside to the store and I, I immediately just want to go home <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have time for this, you know? So I just forced, I just forced my mental problems to fix themselves.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: You know, <laughs> I brute force that shit. <laughs> So, make myself uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, Facebook has taken down hundreds of fake Instagram accounts. Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. Hundreds, hundreds. um, In Russia uh, that were trying to interfere with protests in the country. Um, the company says it found a network of 530 accounts that targeted domestic audiences throughout the recent protests in support of Alexei uh, Nav- Nav- Navalny, um, the recent impris- the recently imprisoned Russian opposition leader. Um, Facebook says the people behind the the network likely purchased the accounts um, in an attempt to bypass the social network's automated detection systems. The Accounts in question use tactics Facebook described as hashtag poisoning and location poisoning, meaning they essentially spam the hashtags and location tags that were being used by Pro they they fucking they doxed hashtags. That's essentially <laughs> what they did. Um, together the Instagram accounts gained about five hundred or fifty-five thousand followers and often posted under hashtags like Putin Leave and Free Navani um this right. network posted memes in russian including including about a russian tiktok celebrity criticism of pro navani protests claims of large numbers of minors attending the rallies and also advertising of women's clothes and handbags facebook writes in its reports that last one especially all right um during a call with reporters facebook's head of security po- Security Policy, Nathaniel Gleicher, um, pointed out that simply engaging in hashtag poisoning is not against Facebook's rules and that it's tactics often u- often used by activists and can be an important part of debate. Okay, um, But that using fake accounts to do so breaks the company's rules against um, platform manipulation. What's a free account when you can sign – or a fake account when you can sign up for a free account? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the, the, the difference. Facebook details the network and its latest report on coordinated in, inauthentic behavior on its platform. Um, in addition to the Instagram accounts, the company also found networks of fake accounts linked to Thailand, Morocco, and Iran, all completely corruption-free locations. Um, I mean, yeah, duh. I don't know and, and the funny thing is is people go, Oh, it's Facebook's fault. It's really not Facebook's fault. It's we we expect social media to be the world's fucking police nowadays.
0: Right.
1: You know, they can only keep up so fast. And I don't even like Facebook.
0: And even when they do, I mean, it's like you can come up with all the securities, but people find a way to circumvent the security yeah. issues. So it's like
1: human beings are smarter than computers currently. <laughs> well not smarter. They're
0: craftier. Until Skynet takes control.
1: Right. This yeah. is how Skynet's going to take control. It's social media is trying to adjust to get stupid people <laughs> off of it.
0: And then people going to be, how did they not know that Skynet was going to kill everybody? I mean, didn't we see the movies? <laughs> <laughs>
1: didn't you see the hashtag? Um, and then eventually Facebook's fucking computer system is going to go, problem is human humans. race eradicate. <laughs> I know
0: everybody always goes like, why do they always eradicate humans? It's like, because we're the most destructive beings on this planet. When you tell the computer... Uh, make it safe. Okay, humans cause a lot of the problems. We get rid of humans. It's like, it's yeah. not that hard.
1: <laughs> like, and even, if the, even if the question is the biggest threat to us, the biggest threat to us uh, is, is human us. beings. Yeah. And a lot of times ourselves. Yeah. So the computer's going to go, I can fix this real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Protect me from being hurt. It kills you. I protected you because you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, empathy is yeah. uh, important. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, at this point, we're going to take a quick break, and then after that, we'll come back with uh, some more news stories. So we'll be right back. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> My Mountain Dew Zero on deck. <laughs> I don't drink soda with <laughs> sugar anymore.
0: <laughs> well, I fucking die.
1: Well, when you're 330 pounds, Steve, you need to fucking... Get it together.
0: Yeah, but when you're all dick, I mean, it's like... <laughs> well, you, you show that's right shit. <laughs> At least 40%. Right. Dick meat. Dick meat.
1: <laughs> Grade A dick meat.
2: You feel <laughs> Jesus
0: good. All right, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Blizzard wasn't kidding when it told Polygon that the new remastered Diablo 2 would be faithful to the original. You'll even be able to pick up where you left off with your 20-year-old game saves. IGN Middle East reports. Yes, yes, keep the um, keep those. Producer Matthew Cedarquist Cedarquist told journalists when the when saying that the team called it the best feature ever. As a lapsed player myself, this is the article, not me. Uh, this very idea of uh, is giving me thr- chills dangerous ones ones that i imagine are akin to what golem felt in lord of the rings when he decided to pull the one ring off his brother's mm. throttle corpse uh i thought i could safely leave this game behind but no it seems i may need to track down my old friend soon as for the uh For the rest of the original game fan base, though, it might be incredible news players like me spent large amounts of time grinding Diablo 2's bosses and levels to dust, searching for unique items, not to mention selling them online and trading them inside a game that wasn't really designed for that sort of thing. Now all, of, now, all of that progress is theoretically yours instead of having to start from scratch. And it might even be portable, too, theoretically. The game's cross-save abilities across PC and consoles mean you can even load up your OG saves on your Nintendo Switch. Blizzard told our sister site, Polygon, that the remaster basically is the original game, so it's not too surprising that the original saves are still functional. So... You know, I um,
1: I'm not only buying this game when it comes out, but if there's a like a collector's or legendary edition, it's getting purchased.
0: I'm hundred ten percent. I'm gonna masturbate to it.
1: (laughs) I'm going to divorce my wife and marry Diablo Two Resurrection. (laughs) No, I love Diablo Two is one of my all time favorite games, so I'm really excited about this one. And also, it's a remake done right. The game's old enough, (laughs) right. You know, it's not like we're we're remastering a game from four years ago. What the fuck? Um, And I hope they, and they, from what it looks like, they've learned a bit from when they fucked up Warcraft. Um,
0: We're redoing this in 8K, you know.
1: Especially if they fucking, um, if you can import old saves like that, it must be pretty fucking similar. Yeah. You know, so I heard it's going to be essentially the same game, just looks better. And um, maybe some little bit of um what do they call it quality of, quality of life improvements. Hmm. So Intel is not doing very well. <laughs> time is an Intel story it's trash. Intel has been ordered to pay 2.18 billion dollars after losing a lawsuit over two dec- over a two decade old patent. Uh, Bloomberg has reported a jury ruled that Intel infringed patents related to clock frequencies and voltage owned, by a company called VLSI LLC. Uh, Intel strongly disagrees with today's jury verdict. The company told Bloomberg in the statement, we intend to appeal and are confident that we will prevail. Prevail. Um, we are very pleased that the jury recognized the value of the innovations as reflected in the patents and are extremely happy with the jury verdict, said VLSI um, chief executive Michael Stolarski. And a statement. The patents dating back to 2010 and 2012 have um, – you know what's funny is it said um, two-decade-old patents, and I did not think 2010 and 2012 <laughs> um, have changed – I thought like 80s or something um, – changed hands a number of times over the years. They were originally awarded to Freescale Semiconductors, Semiconductor and Sigmatel. Uh, but Freescale later bought SigmaTel and the, was eventually swallowed itself up by NXP Semiconductors in 2015. VLSI was a legitimate semiconductor company founded in 1979. Was one of the original investing partners in ARM Ltd. Oh, uh, it was purchased by Philips in 1999 for one billion dollars, and parts of it survive today inside the Philips spinoff NXP separately vlsi i feel like i'm reading the bible uh separately vlsi llc um started up again four years ago and regained control of the two patents however intel lawyer william lee argued that the company has no products and its only potential source (laughs) of revenue is the lawsuit vlsi Took two patents off the shelf and ha- that hadn't been used for ten years and said, We'd like two billion. <laughs> Lee told the jury, yo, Lee don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I I respect that dude. Um, the case was fought in the US District the US District Court for the Western District of Texas under Judge Alan Albright. Albright is a former patent litigator and magistrate who was sworn in as a federal judge in 2018 and was quickly turned as quickly turned his courtroom into one of the most popular for patent owners to file suit. Here's my thing. He might have a point. Like they just took two patents off the shelf. They weren't even using. Yeah. But why did you use them? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh no, we just took the patent so we could just keep it. You know, did you think it's like that? Like that roommate, where it's like, hey, bro, why didn't you eat my fucking Hot Pockets? Well, I mean, they've been there for like a week. <laughs> so I figured you didn't want them. Like, fuck you. That's how you <laughs> fucked up, by the way. Right. Um, okay. I don't know, man. But Intel, get your fucking life together. Mm-hmm. They're fucking up left and right, bro. It's sad.
0: It really is. I but it's Intel. Parents. I mean, it's like, do we expect anything less from Intel?
1: anymore no yeah (laughs) yeah i know anymore (laughs) oh shit you've sent me a bunch of shit that i've ignored i get oh you know why because i haven't logged into uh facebook messenger on my phone (laughs) Uh, i have some catching up to do after the
0: podcast (laughs) uh so a group of four senators is calling out the okay shatner <laughs> that fucking delay call, is calling out uh calling on the federal communication commission to change its definition yes. of high speed broadband i'm now hard <laughs> in order to significantly increase base speeds under the current fcc policy created in 2015 20 megabits per second down and three megabits up is the minimum standard for broadband. In, the, in their letter, <laughs> Senator George uh, Manchin, Robert Portman, Michael Bennett, and Angus King. Angus King is a makeup name. That is the name of a super villain in some comic yeah. book, Angus King. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the treacherous Angus King, and Other I'm here eight. for Superman. <laughs>
1: or the name of a burger at a fast food place, <laughs> Burger King. The Angus well, King. The Angus King. 100% artificial Angus meat. <laughs> uh,
0: make the case that those speeds are no longer cutting it, particularly during a pandemic when many Americans are working and attending school remotely. They propose yes. that it should be a new standard of 100 megabits both download and upload. And this is and that this should be consistent a consistent definition across the federal Government. Ask any senior who connects to with their physic uh, with their physician via telemedicine. Any farmer hoping to unlock the benefits of precious agriculture. Any student who receives live streamed instructions or thoughts from OnlyFans. And <laughs> I added that last part because <laughs> what student is not not live streaming They're looking on OnlyFans. And any family wh- who where both parents tele- telework and multiple children are remote learning. And they will tell you that many networks fail to come close to high speed in the year 2021. They write, for any of these functions, upload speeds far greater than 3 megabits are particularly crucial. The letter was sent to the FCC acting chair, Jessica Rose- Horschel. As ta- Ars Technica points out, um, Rosenhorschl uh, has Previously supported updating broadband standards to higher speeds, so there at least some reason to believe the issue may get some attention under the current administration. That is, of course, unless you have AT and T, then you're not going to get shit. But you know, aside from that, what did they say the the standard was? This oh the, the standard was um three. Hold on, let me. I accidentally closed. it. Um,
1: oh, 25 down.
0: Yeah, it was like 25 down and, and 3, three up. up. Yeah.
1: Broke people's speeds. Get the fuck out of here. I did got gave giga blast did,
0: baby. You couldn't even have a Skype conversation with that. That's pretty I mean, my phone has I better speed than that.
1: <laughs> it's technically broadband, but that's like broadband like when I first got broadband right. back in the fucking early 2000s. <laughs> that's
0: that was actually that's more DSL speed.
1: Yeah. yeah, I fucking I struggled. Um, I struggled to play Ultima Online on that kind of speed. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro.
0: I know. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, that's broadband. I was like, my phone has better speed than that, and I so have AT and T.
1: One of the things that bums me out that wasn't able to go through when Obama was president was making the internet a utility. I know. I thought that was a good idea.
0: Maybe maybe they can do it this time. After all this shit that we got to deal with. After
1: they're done bombing Syria, we'll see if they uh, (laughs) get around to it. Um, This is going to be a long article, but it's something that's really fucking cool. So.
0: Hold on. Let me get my book. You can start. Fuck off. (laughs) It's not space
1: stuff. Okay. So last week I sat around. This is from um, D hard. D hard war, D hard war. <laughs> it's like D hard. That's a D hard baby. That's his okay.
0: Nas, last time you ever get to pick a story off Reddit. Okay, <laughs> right. This is from Engadget. Thank you. Um, <laughs>
1: last week, I sat around a table with fellow journalists as Greg Sullivan, Microsoft's head of mixed reality, detailed the company's vision for the future of, of virtual collaboration. Nobody was wearing masks or standing apart. We weren't worried about getting sick. Instead, we were all wearing hololens 2 headsets and sitting in different parts of the world the holographic table was right beside my actual desk and my media pals were floating around my office as we chatted with our cartoon avatars for a second it felt like mingling in real life during the before times that he capitalized before <laughs> times by the way um we were experiencing one of the first apps powered by microsoft mesh the company's ambitious new attempt at unifying holographic virtual collaboration across multiple devices, um, be they VR headsets, AR like HoloLens, laptop or smartphones. Powered by Microsoft's Azure Cloud, um, Mesh isn't just an app. It's a platform that other developers can use to bring remote collaboration to their software. If remote work is here to stay, and by by most accounts it is, um, Microsoft wants to be the company taking us beyond Zoom video chats and towards holographic experiences that someone can join. Not only are we going to be able to share holog- holograms, but we'll be able to do so in a way that gives us agency and presence, Sullivan said during our, vir- our virtual meeting. We can create these experiences where even, where even though we're physically separated, it feels like we're in the same room sharing in an experience and collaborating on a project. While we've seen a solid stab at virtual collaboration from um, Spatial, Microsoft is attempting something even more complex. Sullivan likens Mesh to the launch of Xbox Live in 2002, a service that dramatically simplified online multiplayer gaming for consoles. Um, It made the easier... It made it easier for developers to connect um, their games to the internet and led to a boom in online multiplayer titles for the Xbox and Xbox 360 that gave Microsoft a strong leg up on the Sony – on Sony and Nintendo, both of which took years to catch up. I mean, it was also like the lowest selling in that generation, but I understand your point. Microsoft is using today's Ignite conference keynote to show off the capabilities of Mesh. Alex Kittman, the company's technical fellow behind the HoloLens and Connect, will hit the stage as a real-time hologram, something Microsoft calls holoportation. Why do I like that so much? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be there in with holoportation. I'm for it, dude. Um, think of it a bit like a holographic message we've seen in Star Wars and other science fiction stories. It's not photorealistic, but if you're wearing a VR headset, it's almost as if he's in the room with you. On a standard monitor or phone screen, it may just come off as a, ho- a hokey special effect, but it's not hard to imagine um, eventually slipping out slipping out an AR headset like the HoloLens 2 and watching a hologram pres- presentation right in your living room as if you were sitting in the in the front row during a show. I want to see that fucking Tupac hologram thing <laughs> again. Um, my Microsoft Mesh demo, to be clear, was nowhere near as impressive. Our avatars were simplistic, with detached arms and limited facial movement. It was like being surrounded by a bunch of Nintendo Miis, <laughs> um, but there was still a a decent sense of immersion. I could tell exactly where everyone was even when I had my eyes closed, thanks to realistic audio processing. And we were able to collaborate with 3D models, passing them around the table and resizing them to our heart's content. While we were looking at fairly basic 3D figures, Sullivan pointed out that that Mesh can also stream high-quality models from the cloud. It's powered by Azure, after all. Um, That would allow designers and engineers to collaborate with the same assets they're using on their workstations from anywhere in the world. That's what film director and producer James Cameron is aiming to do with his upcoming series, Ocean Explorers. Um, The nonprofit behind the show, OceanX, plans to create a mesh-enabled holographic laboratory on its advanced ship, allowing scientists on board and remotely to collaborate around 3D models. The idea is to take all this amazing scientific data we're collecting and bring it into a holographic setting and use it as a way to to guide scientific missions in real time. Vincent Pierre vice chairman (laughs) of OceanX, um, said in a statement, it would let researchers huddle around data and chat as they would in real life no matter how far apart they actually are i'm almost done i promise okay, okay. while it's ex- while existing vr collaboration apps offer some sim- some semblance of that functionality today like microsoft's own altspace vr What's truly interesting about Microsoft Mesh is its cross-device compatibility. Ideally, you'd be able to jump into a mesh-powered experience no matter what device you're using. If you're calling, if you're calling in from a computer or a phone, you'd appear in a floating webcam window. And it's not hard to imagine being able to navigate 3D environments from those devices too, perhaps by pointing and clicking like in an adventure game. Phones could potentially be AR windows that let you walk around 3D model models projected into the living room or office. On stage at the Ignite conference, Niantic also demoed what a mesh-enabled Pokemon Go experience could look like on HoloLens 2. John Hankey, CEO of Niantic, was able to walk around a park and feed a Pikachu before encountering a colleague who challenged him to, to a battle. The demo was clear clearly a CG proof of concept and not something actually running on HoloLens. Still, the move into true AR seems like a natural step forward for Pokemon Go, which became popular for being on for being one of the first accessible mobile AR experiences. Sending photos while I'm reading. Um,
0: <laughs> Hanky was quite... Thought you might like that thought, though.
1: <laughs> Hanky was quick to point out that the demo wasn't a sign of anything actually coming to consumers yet. It's more like a taste of things to come, perhaps when Apple and other companies finally deliver AR glasses. Pokemon Go is a particularly interested, exa- interesting example since it relies on a planet-scale rendering of Earth. Per- perhaps Microsoft could eventually bring back Minecraft Earth after it shut it down in, in June. That was kind of a bummer because that was a cool idea. Um, Mesh could finally make those early promo videos of... C- of collaborative block building a reality. Microsoft's new platform could also be a boon of for virtual events. Circa de Soleil co-founder Guy Labarte, I'm sorry, French people, is exploring how Mesh could power things like concerts, virtual performances, virtual performance or remote family events with the, Hanai World Project. He wants to capture high-fidelity 3D experiences and venues so it actually feels like you're there while wearing mixed reality gear, Consider it a leap uh, beyond grainy 360-degree uh, VR videos. Microsoft first, two mesh apps aren't too surprising. It's going to upgrade its alt-space VR apps with support for the new platform as well as launch a mesh preview app on HoloLens. The company expects to bring mesh support to Teams, Dynamics 365, and its um, other products eventually. But the most intriguing aspect of Mesh is how third-party developers will use it. Microsoft says it's offered; it'll offer developers AI-powered tools in the coming months to help them deal with things like spatial rendering, um, session management, holoportation, holoportation, So what do you think, Steve? What do you think about this holoportation (laughs) what do you think about this i think it's incredibly fucking cool that you could have those first of all and and we've talked about this in the past i thought the hololens was fucking dope it was my favorite like augmented reality thing compared to even vr i was like this is this is cool vr is whatever i like this
0: though my i like it in theory But again, it is Microsoft, like what happened with the HoloLens, you know,
1: I'm the HoloLens is is always been a proof of concept. It's still around.
0: Right. But it's like, you know, they showed it and they're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be cool. We're going to and and they've never done anything with it. And that's kind of where I think the Microsoft mesh is kind of the same thing. Like, I don't I, I, I just given Microsoft's track record for being innovative, it's it's not as hopeful i mean don't get me wrong like i i like i like the idea i love the concept but again you know it's it's microsoft it's like intel <laughs> you know it's like well i think
1: i think we're being a little too harsh on microsoft just a
0: little bit <laughs> yeah but then I, they're not but, intel <laughs> but they'll go they'll go it'll go in after the first update and you'll have the blue you know you have the the blue screen wow. of death and you know
1: i think this is pretty cool um in and of I, itself,
0: I think it's pretty cool. Practicality, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Just took all the wind out of my fucking sails.
1: You, know, you can buy a HoloLens 2 for five grand. <laughs> That's really, I mean, some gaming computers are fucking four. You know, it's its just whatever, dude. It's New shit is expensive, and then it gets cheaper. But I think that, um, I thought it was interesting because whether Microsoft does it or whoever else does it, I think um, this kind of thing is is in the future. I think it's one of those things that when they were – when they first said, oh, smartphones, it's like you know that's going to take off once they figure it out. You know what I mean? Because augmented reality I think makes more sense than virtual reality because you're actually in the real fucking space and then you're just – it's just adding shit. And they can make this technology smaller and cheaper. Add it to just glasses. You know what I mean, right? I just think it's a very interesting technology.
0: Oh, I agree. Um, I agree.
1: Hopefully, a company who is an absolute dog shit <laughs> like Microsoft uh,
0: <laughs> takes it over. <laughs> so we. Can I mean, see we can o- we can only hope. I mean, you know, <laughs> I fucking hater, bro. <laughs> I mean, maybe um, maybe Intel will pick it up and and you know sue for the patent later on yeah that's what they'll do
1: <laughs> the thing is is that intel's probably going to come out with their own hololens and go well you guys weren't using it
0: just... <laughs> yeah so we decided to... <laughs> that's not how patents work dude <laughs> the so
1: hololens right now is more for like tech tech companies it's not really for us that's why it's not it's fucking five grand
0: but isn't but is anything really for us like, should we really have access to a lot of stuff? <laughs> no, not even. I mean, I technically could buy one. I I'm at I'm
1: at the site where I could add it to the cart <laughs> if I wanted to. Um, like, just because
0: social media, you know, just because social media is there, not everybody should have access to it.
1: <laughs> you know who uses the HoloLens now? Um, construction sites.
0: Oh, that makes they, sense.
1: They use it because they can see the building being made in front of them. Yeah, which I I'm, think is dope. I just think it is. It's one of those technologies that like. Like I said, you know it's going to happen. Right. Who does it and how it happens is whatever. <laughs> but you know it's going to happen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's almost like the person who saw the first car. Like, like, I know this is going to be a big deal. Or then you have those people that go, Oh, it's just a fad. You know, but I'm telling you.
2: Yeah. It's the
1: future. We're all gonna have <laughs> these in the future. It's gonna be built into my glasses. <laughs>
0: uh <sighs> Alright, so now it's time for some douchebaggery this week. Um, mine comes from Business Insider and uh this will this is this is this is this. <laughs> you can't even come up with okay. words for it. Don't be disappointed one subscriber wrote on a particular QAnon telegram channel late Thursday. The race is not yet ru- is not run yet, and I have reason to believe march twentieth is also possible. Another post, a similarly optimistic message. We still have 16 days, they wrote. Lots can happen between now and then. With the passing of March 4th, the highly anticipated date for QAnon, for followers of the QAnon conspiracy theories, some remain characteristically delusional. They spent Friday morning urging others to look forward and keep the faith when the storm, The promise of a mass arrest and executions on President Joe Biden's inauguration day amounted to nothing. QAnon followers scrambled for a new date to imagine a swearing-in ceremony for Donald Trump. March 4th, like several fruitless dates before it, was born of a convoluted political fantasy. More like fan fiction, really. QAnon adherence borrowed from the obscure sovereign citizen movement to suggest that Trump would return to power on March 4th. Followers of that movement believe um, believe that they get to decide which laws to obey and which to ignore, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center, a nonprofit organization that tracks extremisms. The theory is rooted in a bizarre belief that all laws after the 14th Amendment ratified in 1868 are illegitimate. Followers of the movement view the 20th Amendment, which moved Inauguration Day from March 4th to January 20th, is invalid. Both uh, proponents of this conspiracy theory insist that Trump would restore, would restore a republic that has been out of action for over 150 years on that date. Travis View, a conspiracy theory expert and host of QAnon Anonymous, which is the podcast I listen to, previously told Insider that the idea was based on a blind faith that Trump can quote fix anything. Experts say that the conspiracy theory movement will continue to invent new dates to look forward to, or else their years of believing was has been for naught. Reality doesn't really matter, Nick Bro. Uh, Bakovic, a contributor, contributing editor at the fact checking website Logically, who researches misinformation and disinformation, told Insider whether QAnon can survive another great disappointment, there's no question it can. And where's my. There it is. Before March 4th, the QAnon followers' calendar was marked with dates that have been hailed as moments of reckoning but didn't happen. In 2017, the first Q drop, the encrypted message from the anonymous Q figure behind the movement, claimed that former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton would soon be arrested based on an unfounded allegation that she was involved in child sex trafficking. This, of course, never happened, but QAnon uh, conspiracy theories—the QAnon conspiracy theory was born. Uh... My mouse is acting weird right now. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Devoted um, Devotees of the conspiracy theory eagerly anticipated the release of the Mueller report in 2019, expecting its findings to, re- to lead to the arrest and possible possibly the execution of leading Democrats. Once again, QAnon believers were disappointed. Then in a bid to reconcile their belief that Trump would remain president, they believed that January 6th, the date of the deadly insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, was a precursor to the storm, a violent event that would result in the execution of child abuse elites the goalpost was moved to january 20th when trump would seize power before biden could take his take his oath and the trump was not um but trump was not inaugurated on the 20th he left washington dc to move to florida some qAnon believers were left confused and crestfallen Mental gymnastics ensued. Some, some QAnon influencers argued that Biden's inauguration happened in a Hollywood studio and was therefore invalid. Other claims that Trump had sent signals in his final address indicating that he'd remain in office. These influencers promoted their um, to their followers the idea that somehow their theory was not yet over.
1: I mean... <laughs> <laughs> It's at this point when whenever the new date is and that doesn't happen, they'll just go, "Oh well, you know, it's the next date now."
0: You know what's funny, and I I, I kind of started thinking about this the other day was, you know, remember back in the day where you would get those you know Svengali preachers that would predict the end of the world and it's going to happen on this date, so you need to sell all your stuff and and dedicate your life to us and then the date came and went and it's like oh i got a new vision he prolonged it so now it's it, this this is what it is it's yeah. those end time believer people
1: yeah it's the new end of times thing yeah it's the new the rapture is upon us
0: i mean i don't advocate for self harm but you know those haley bop comet people kind of had a good idea
1: <laughs> those are actually some of the nicest people to ever exist
0: They never bothered anybody. They never
1: bothered anybody. They were super kind. You could leave whenever you wanted.
0: They did. They did web services. You know. Yeah, they had a whole web service, and they were very good at it too. And Um, I saw a whole documentary on these people, and it was mm -hmm. like, you know, like, and you know, they.
1: That's the way to do a cult. Like, don't be an asshole.
0: Yeah, don't be a dick about it. (laughs) Don't be a dick. If you're gonna do a cult, don't be the Jim Jones kind of thing or these QAnon people. You know. At this point, it's just kind of sad.
1: Like, I don't even. I, I. I hear about it and I just roll my eyes and move on. I like, just like whatever. Like you guys, if you're not gonna snap out of it now, you're lost. Right. I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's it's just silly.
0: Some people were saying that that a lot of it has to do with the pandemic because there were a lot of people that picked up on it. Even liberals kind of picked up and started to kind of look into it. And they said because a lot of the times it's because we're so isolated, we don't have people to bounce, you know, the concept that. Just we my, don't have people to go. What the fuck are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. We don't have people to yeah. like. You know, Boston. You know, Boston brings some sure. uh, sina- uh, uh, reality to you. Like the fuck are you? Li-? And they smack him. It's like you need to go to the strip club. Let's go to the you strip fuck, club. Let's you go. stupid or what? You hit on the fucking head. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it, trust me, dude. It's it's. There are more people than than than. Oh, how would I say? This? Most people are easily manipulated yeah for good or work for good or bad they're just easy to sway most people are followers it's the way it is not everybody can be a fucking leader you know so most people are followers just how do you have
0: cults if you if everybody's a leader
1: (laughs) right exactly the problem is is that's fine you know i mean technically i'm a follower i don't own my own business or anything like that but i don't understand the intellectual followers like is it so hard to think that you just latch on to whoever's the loudest. Yeah. You know, it's like, stop being an asshole. You know, it's, it's just old dude. It's getting old at this point. And I don't, I don't feel sorry for anybody anymore. I used to, I used to be like, Oh, you know, they're getting caught up in some shit, you know, Hopefully they snap out of it. Now I'm like, nah, yeah. you're good, pimp. Yeah, <laughs> you know?
0: it's like, nah, fam. You 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 set yourself up pretty nice here. Let's...
1: I was I was at the store and this dude wasn't wearing a mask, you know, and you know we see it. It's whatever. And um, my son was like, uh, he said, "Low." He's like, "Why isn't Why isn't he wearing a mask?" And I said, "Cause some people are dumb." Hmm. And I said it in a normal tone. Yeah. And the dude heard me and he didn't say a fucking word. It's like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, if we're out here sharing our fucking opinions, with, you know, I'm not gonna wear a mask in the store. It's like you're only doing it because you think it makes you look like a fucking badass. Yeah. You're not doing it because of your rights. You're not doing it because it's uncomfortable,
2: huh? You're doing you it just, to get attention. It, you
1: think you're a fucking punk rocker right now that you're you're fucking anti-establishment and all that bullshit. It's like go fucking jerk off somewhere else. Yeah. You know, nobody cares. I think that's – it's not even the fact that they're not wearing a mask that bothers me anymore. It's that I don't care what you think. <laughs> like for better or worse, I don't. I don't give a fuck. I don't know you. You don't, you don't have to be a fucking poster child for some movement that ended in fucking January.
0: Or as they say, you not wearing a mask tells me everything I need to know about you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It tells me the – and not even, not even like a whole intelligence thing. It just tells me that you're an asshole. Yeah. You know, it's like even if even you're the if dude you that think, takes,
0: you're the dude that takes up two car spots because you don't want anybody parking right. next to you. <laughs>
1: like even if you think it's not that effective or whatever, fine. What you do know though is that it makes people feel safe. Yeah. Like just on that I would wear one.
2: You yeah. know what
1: I mean? Just like okay, you know, but no. Because like I said in whatever fucking podcast we were recording, <laughs> it's selfishness. It's it's people are so fucking I'm the most important person on the planet and it's like you're people who think they're the most important are usually the least important. Exactly. Cocksuckers.
0: Thank you for coming to our TED talk. Sick of talking about this
1: shit. I'm this (laughs) one's funny. (laughs) It happened in my hometown of Boston too, which makes it funnier for me. Um, the Prince of darkness (laughs) is apparently looking for a date on the Boston subway system. It's really not a shocker to be honest. Um, (laughs) A 20-year-old woman approached transit police at, police at the Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority's Forest Hill station at about 10:45 p.m. Monday. To, oh, god damn it! The p.m. wasn't a period, Adam. <laughs> Forest Hill station at about 10:45 p.m. Monday to complain about an encounter with a man dressed all in black, including a mask covering his entire face and his hood drawn tight. Police said on this, their website, the woman told police the man typed something on his phone, and extended his arm across to her, displaying a message that said, I am Satan, then stared at her. The woman said the encounter encounter frightened her, so she pointed out Satan to the police. (laughs) Um, The 22-year-old man told officers he was only flirting and trying to be funny and said, I was going to try and get her number. (laughs) You... (laughs) <laughs> he was told that his actions were not humorous and was ejected from the station. The woman was escorted by police to her destination. No names were released because just, no one got arrested. I
0: could just imagine the the Boston police were like, You know this ain't fucking funny, right?"
1: <laughs> no, that's probably exactly how it went down. They're probably, "This isn't fucking funny. Yeah.
0: You
1: fucking idiot. Go home." <laughs> um, it's funny to me because how detached from reality do you need to be? <laughs> <laughs> to think that's a good way to pick up a chick at a subway station
0: <laughs> at 10:45 at night. I mean, you already know like it's like, well, you know if you're traveling the subway that late at night, you already know what's going to, you know, what you're kind of people that. are there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Satan, not really. I'm going to tell you like this, if I was in a subway station
1: late at night, and it was just me and this dude, this goofy motherfucker came up in a mask and he pulled a phone out it says, I'm Satan. I'm going to punch him in his fucking mouth. <laughs> I don't know what this dude's about to do. I thought I thought that was hilarious. When I read that, I stared at it for about 10 <laughs> seconds and then just laughed. I was like, what is happening? Maybe I left at the right time. It's kind of shenanigans that place is getting itself
0: into. Jesus. Oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> you know, they said that after they hit him a couple of times with a billy club. Because that's, right. the, that's the only place in the in the country that I would imagine, aside from maybe New York and only certain areas of New York, that they would still have billy clubs. Don't because. all clubs still have clubs? They have nightsticks, but not like the billy clubs. Billy clubs, bro. You don't get hit by one of them motherfuckers. No, <laughs> oh, shit. What was it? What was it? Yeah. Uh, what was it that um, John Mulaney said? He goes, yeah, they beat him with a telephone book because as every Chicago policeman knows, phone books don't leave marks. That's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It says, I, I looked it up, does anyone use, still use uh, Billy Clubs? They've not been used since approximately the 1950s. The term <laughs> Billy Club or Billy Knocker can mean different things to different people, but generally <laughs> it's perceived as a long wooden club with a handle grip. In short, it's an old-fashioned police tool that's out of favor now. Yeah, it's a
0: beaten stick. <laughs> oh, hey, what's your name? Billy. Hey, I got a knocker for you. <laughs> it's been replaced with the baton
1: (laughs) fuck out of here soft ass police
0: (laughs) it's like hey aren't you supposed to be carrying a billy club yeah I do it says Louisville Slugger on the side. <laughs> that's right.
1: Come over here; you get a closer look. <laughs> Talking shit. shit.
0: <laughs> I love it. Be like, it's like it's like yeah, because they only gonna come back once.
1: <laughs> oh, that's um, batons are illegal in your state, sir.
0: Yeah, we have nightsticks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I because I I don't what the hell's a nightstick.
0: It's just a it's a it's supposedly a metal. Um, uh,
1: oh, it's those ones with the goofy handle. Yeah, on the one, side right? handles
0: because you're supposed to use them for like defense and stuff like that.
1: The fuck out of it. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, it weren't Billy clubs, but motherfuckers just had a stick. <laughs> like a big ass club. He'd <laughs> like, come out of copy, beat the shit out of it. It's you.
0: a two by four with a hole the in the middle so it can you know hang from your <laughs> hang from yeah, the police belt.
1: These, these nice sticks don't look like they would hurt very much. Like they'd hurt but they wouldn't hurt like a fucking billy club oh, hurt shit no yeah they ain't breaking nothing <laughs>
0: uh all right so our last thing tonight is social media idiots and uh yeah so if you've seen space jam you'll likely remember that the character design of Lola Bunny was a little for lack of a better term horny uh <laughs> jesus <laughs> uh this comes from Buzzfeed. Having watched this movie for the first time in the at a sprightly age of 23, I was con- very confused. But I digress. Well, because we are we are in the age of 90s remakes and the sequel and sequels, there's going to be a Space Jam: New Legacy featuring a new Lola Bunny. Uh director Malcolm D Lee told Entertainment Weekly he was surprised by the original very sexualized Lola Bunny. This is 2021 he continued. It's important to reflect the authentic on that authenticity of strong capable female characters. Some people weren't into the redesign. This is uh I don't care that Lola Bunny was dressed less sexy in uh, Space Jam 2, but I am unbelievably exhausted by the idea that Uh, The way you communicate that a female character is to be taken seriously is by removing her boobs. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Truth, bro. (laughs) Uh, I hate to split hairs here, get it? But listen, desexualizing Lola Bunny by giving her more standard, authentic gear, that's a choice. But you can't tell me that Lola on the right appears stronger and more capable than the Lola on the left. Sexy does not equal less capable. It's also worth noting that the image on the left is the is reportedly a fan art in the uh, in the tweet that was used. I'm not complaining about Lola Bunny's uh, Lola Bunny situation because I want to fuck a cartoon rabbit. I just don't understand why every curvy character has to be redesigned in loose clothing. She wasn't even lewd or inappropriate at all to begin with. Let thick characters wear uh, tight clothes, please. Let thick care. You know what? (laughs) Fucking clip that,
1: bro. <laughs> Let fit characters wear tight clothes, please.
0: <laughs>
1: Quote that man.
0: That, these are all chicks. These oh are, fuck yeah! Quote yeah. that chick. Uh, there were some uh, rather gross tweets, but um, I'm not gonna um, that oh. I'm not gonna include. They go while others found the situation hilarious. First, they take Lola Bunny's breast. What's next, Elmo's uh, pedulous red cock and balls? Uh, <laughs> Like a Space Jam two scene, LeBron James. Hello, Lola. Why don't you make any? Um, you don't make anyone horny. I respect you for basketball, Lola Bunny. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they're not making Lola Bunny sexy because they're afraid LeBron. They're because they're making LeBron sexy. They're That's giving right. him. They're giving him honkers, big old bag uh, bagaboos. <laughs> uh, will space jam 2 make the sonic movie oh. approach and bow to fa- um, fan pressure delaying production a year and forcing animators to crunch to make Lola's bunny's design much more hornier i would love it <laughs> if that actually <laughs> happens uh, and and some just decided to sit this one out seeing people talk about Lola the lola bunny situation i'm skipping this one whatever it is discourse holiday uh, uh, so <laughs> here's a <the> thing <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I
1: agree that changing her was kind of whatever, but I also don't fucking care. And I love Space Jam. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's so stupid to me. Like, the problem, I think the problem people are having is that one of the biggest. Jo- Lola Bunny to me in the original movie was a play on the joke of um, Bugs Bunny dressing up like a chick. Mm hmm. And he, Bugs Bunny cross-dressed all the time to yeah. lure fucking Elmer Fudd around and shit. And somewhere along the line – and first of all, Bugs Bunny been around for a minute. He can't have a hot chick. Right. And she was a pretty strong character too. She wasn't just a fucking hot bunny. Yeah, that's like, what a lot was,
0: of people are saying. They're like – she what? they go, she didn't do anything lewd. She wasn't fucking Jessica Rabbit or whatever. No, she was just cute. Yeah. You know, hey, bunnies are thick.
1: I'm not saying I'm <laughs> attractive, but look at a bunny. Bunnies are <laughs> thick. Um, but I, the change? Do I really care? No. The th- the thing is, it's going to dramac- dramatically change the character, right? Because that was part of the gag, you know. It, but I do I do kind of get annoyed with the whole no one can be sexy now. Yeah. It's like why? That's a part of human beings. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not be like grotesque about it or something. Right. You are sending me message after message, mm-hmm. sir. I'm busy.
0: <laughs> I thought you want that tweet. <laughs> do you do you pay attention to the podcast? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had to edit it, so you know, I listened to it more than once. <laughs>
1: uh, Let the oh, characters yeah. wear Thank tight
0: you. clothes, please. <laughs> Let it happen. I
1: just think it's funny. I people I've said this before. People are are, are so addicted to outrage. It's it's like who fucking cares? And,
0: and to be honest, it's like you know, everybody takes their cues from Twitter. It's like Twitter is not the world. No, you know, most people. Twitter's Twitter is <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. It's like the, the people that complain on Twitter are not the mass majority of people. They're the ones that just have like they have the time.
1: The <laughs> most people, the majority of people on Twitter, are me. They yeah. don't say a word. Yeah. Half the time, I don't say anything unless I think it's funny,
2: hmm.
1: and then I don't even hashtag it. So I'm the only one seeing it. <laughs> I, I actually tweeted something today. Oh, it was a, it was a meme of um, uh, Vision, <laughs> WandaVision, Vision, where they added a do rag and he has a black oh, and mild yeah. out of his mouth. <laughs> Your mom said I'll to go to like bed.
2: He <laughs> <bed. laughs> be fucking dying,
1: bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, L- Lola Bunny, um. I don't I don't think the world's going to change if we have a space chair. And if people say I'm not watching the movie cuz of Lola Bunny, watch those, put them on a list. Yeah. Cuz that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fuck this version. I mean, <laughs> you changed the character. <laughs> I mean, I'll agree that movie came out what, 96?
0: Yeah, somewhere back then.
1: When I was I was I was like 11 or 12, I think. I, I had some questioning feelings. <laughs> When that movie came on. Well,
0: it's like when I watched um, The Last Dance, you know, the Chicago Bulls uh, documentary, and they were talking yeah. about when um, Michael Jordan was on the off-season doing this movie that I think he just had some kind of surgery or something like that. So he asked them if he they could build him a, a fucking basketball court so he could be off the set and play basketball when he's not on there yeah. and fucking had like Malone and Isaiah Thompson All these people come in to play a pickup game And I'm like can you imagine being on the fucking crew And seeing like the fucking NBA Playing a pickup game with Michael Jordan Could you imagine
1: passing the fuck out <laughs> I'd be like what the fuck I'm looking I I had to remind myself what The two characters look like and I looked it up And you like, Lola it ain't about The body it's about them eyes Baby she had sleepy <laughs> eyes Bro Bugs had no chance.
0: Right. That was the
1: whole point. Was yeah. she was supposed to you know, because Bugs is a you know a pretty fast talking dude. He don't really he don't really bend for anybody. Just people don't understand the characters. <laughs> now I'm annoyed. I know I'm into it now. I still like these people. I still
0: like that. It's like I'm not complaining about Lola the Bolola Bunny situation because I want to fuck a cartoon rabbit.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> a little too hard with that, and now I got my doubts, bro. <laughs> Thanks for um, tuning in to this extended um, <laughs> podcast because I just feel like ranting today. Um, if you like the show, too fucking bad because it's almost <laughs> over. Um, but you can go to Lazy Geeks. Uh, the, or if you want to listen to shit on the Lazy Geeks Network, you donate. We got other shows, maybe some shit that you don't know about. Okay. Any donations will help any of those shows. It won't help this one though. Um
0: <laughs> So, oh, it might I, I mean if you do it quickly it might it might make a the I mean, it might. if you quick enough yeah, it might make the 400th episode a little better so, maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you can uh, and if you can't help us out with some cash you can always drop us a review share the show with other people um you know it helps uh, not just with this show but all the other shows on the lazy Geeks network all those all the sharing and, and all that stuff uh, the reviews just rate the show helps us out.
1: You can check out all the other podcasts. This is what I was thinking about saying when I was saying <laughs> the first part. Um, You can check out all the other podcasts on the Lazy Geese Network. Our new show is the Truly Pointless <laughs> t- – t- fuck you. Truly Pointless Podcast. Uh, it's our, pod- our stream of consciousness podcast. This is bullshit, really. <laughs> um, also, the Away Team is our Star Trek podcast. And if you didn't know that from the title, you probably won't like it.
0: Yeah, most likely. So <laughs> – and if you have comments, questions, or ideas, hit us up. You can contact us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the lazy geeks Or email us, themailbag at thelazygeeks.com. So that is it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. We're thinking so you don't have to. And keep wearing those masks.